Hey yo, we back at it again. It's your boy Ray, Ray Race Podcast, coming live from downtown Dallas on the ninth floor of the beautiful Hello Studios. Thank you for rocking with your boy one more time. You know, here on Ray Race Podcast, you know, we're representing the city of Dallas, representing all the people that are doing all the amazing things in this city. And this is where we like to highlight them and, you know, show off what they've been doing in the city. Not around only in our city, but all across all across the globe, you know what I'm saying? But they here based in our city, the greatest city in the world, Dallas, Texas. I don't care what I'm told you, greatest city in Texas. We in this thing, all right? Man, happy holidays to everyone out there. Uh, shout out to all your, you know, all my loved ones, all my friends, all my followers and listeners. Thank you so much for supporting us through this whole year. Happy holidays. Hope you have a great holiday season. Make sure y'all check in on y'all people this holiday season. People are dealing with a bunch of different things in their mind mentally. Uh, Some people may be depressed, going through some things. They don't have family members or loved ones. Make sure you check on your people because you never know what they're going through. You know, shout out to all of our sponsors, Lyrically Correct, that Lyric Card Game, Lit Vacations. If you're looking for that next vacation, whether if you have a family vacation, you're doing a bachelor party, destination wedding, whatever it is you're doing, Go to litvacations.com, tell them Ray sent you, ask for the guy Austin, he's going to make sure you're taken care of on that next vacation, all right? So, if this is your first time listening or watching Ray Ray's podcast, just so you know, we like to always start off this show with positive words, we like to pour back into people, because, you know, you guys pour into me by supporting and watching and supporting all the guests on the show, so let's give back to you right now, all right? So, just in case nobody told you today... I just want you to know that you're beautiful, you're loved, you're needed, you're alive for a reason, you're stronger than you think, okay? Whatever it is that you're going through right now, you're going to get through this. See, here on my show, Ray Ray's Podcast, I'm glad that you're alive and don't give up. So when those tough situations come, those hard times come, you can get through anything when you keep those words in your mind. You just go back, hey, I am who I say I am, and I can do what I said I can do that let's run it all right let's stand on business right now okay tell you about who we got in the building right now we got a cool guest man cool cat happy to meet him here recently man just love this guy love his energy man he, he's, he's like a side mission in a video game we do it all <laughs> you know he's a boxer he's a music artist he's also does commentary yo Give a warm Ray Ray's podcast. Welcome to our guy, Mr. Alex Rincon, in the building right now. What's what up, up, what up, what up, man? How we doing, man. bro? I'm good, man. Can't complain. Blessed. It's a blessing to be here. Yeah, see, they love you here, already. Bro. They love you, bro. Yeah, yeah, they be coming out of nowhere. Bro. <laughs> yeah. I hope I got the name right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I try to get. The, I try to get the. I try to get my, you know, my swag on with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yo, appreciate you taking time out of your busy day. Mm. To come rock with us one time on Ray Ray's podcast. You know, we greatly appreciate that. Man, so let's get into it, man. Let's 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 let the people know who you are, all the many things that you do. It's our time to get to know you right now on Ray Ray's podcast. So what's up, bro? Man, I've done it all, man. My whole life I've been a boxer my whole life. And uh I've done some commentating because of that through my professional career. I started off as an amateur term pro, you know, um, got blessed with the with the opportunity to commentate fights on the Golden Boy. And uh, lately, though, what's been my passion since 2020 has been my music. Um, and uh, it's just been, I've been, I hit the ground running and it's been, it's been going, man. It's been, it's been taking off since 2020. It kind of was more of a, you know, I'm going to kind of just have fun with it. 
and the people loved it and it just kind of kept going and it kept going and now it went from me just recording to just kind of, you know going to record music to headlining my my second show so you know it's it's a blessing i can't complain and, and whenever you have that competitive mentality in a professional level you know it goes over to this so it's kind of like a you know either get eight type of type of mentality and I, and I love bringing it to the to the music man you just touched on a lot in just a small yeah. bit of time right there. We're going to break all that down here so that people can really, really dive in deep and know more about you, okay? You talked about you've been boxing your whole life. Mm. Let's talk about what got you into boxing, okay, yeah. and your career in boxing. Yeah. So my grandfather was professional in Mexico, and my dad did it just for a bit. You know, it was amateur boxing. So he um, he just started focusing on my older brother. My brother's 31, um, about to turn 32, and, uh, yeah, my brother turned pro. I turned pro at the age of 21. Um, that's what got us into boxing. I actually hated boxing at first. Like I hated everything about it. I hated fighting. I hated all that stuff. But I was I was a, I was a troublemaker. You know what I'm saying? I was a troublemaker. So they were trying to get me in the gym to stay disciplined. And then pretty much when I was on the USA team at the age of 18, that's kind of what it took me to like get a silver medal in Ukraine and be like, man, I'm pretty good at this, which is crazy because it's like, you know, some people think they're good and they only they barely make it out of the Dallas, you know, location. So I was traveling, you know, across overseas, fought overseas, represented the United States. And yeah, I mean that's what got me into boxing. It's it's a love hate relationship. You know, most people say it's all love, but I feel like they're full of shit when they say it's all love. It's it's love or hate. Yeah, it's love or hate. Love and hate actually. Okay. Yeah. So you you know, so tell us about that professional career, okay? Yeah. Um how long have you done professional? Are you still active or Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean as far as I mean everything. We, we're, I'm not no longer with Golden Boy. I had a contract with Golden Boy. No longer with them. Um, can't speak too much on that. But what I will say is, uh, you know, I'm staying in the gym, staying in shape, um, no matter what. Even if I stop boxing, like that's I'm always gonna be in the gym. I'm always gonna be in the bag or sparring people, or whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, I've been I've been pro since 21. Uh, my my team out in DC. Shout out to Team No Excuse out in Maryland. Um, that's my family out there. My manager's son, Lamont Rose Jr., just won a world title under the David Benavides card against Andrade. So, crowned a world champion under the team and the stable mate. So, it's 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 dope to be around that. Um, but, yeah, man, the, the, the pro game is uh, – it's, it's in, the, in the boxing world, it's something like – you can't compare it. Yeah. You know, you can't compare it. There's nothing like it. You know, people talk about football, basketball, all these other sports. But you got to remember, whenever someone ends a the season, they're back to zero and zero. No wins, no losses. When you when you box or when you any combat sport you lose is there forever. And nowadays you lose, you take ten steps back. You win, you take half a step forward. Yeah, you know. So. Yeah, man. Okay. So from you know boxing, you said you did commentating. Yeah. Talk to us about that experience of like commentating. You know, I know being a commentator, sometimes you have to be unbiased. Yeah. But sometimes yeah, yeah, how hard yeah, yeah. It, how hard sure. is it to hold it in? Like you see someone get knocked out, like oh, like yeah, yeah. The first <laughs> time I wanted to, I mean, you'll have moments where you're like oh, you know what I'm saying, but. Really, like, I, I did a good job of, because I, I put put in my mind, you know what I'm saying, to, like, hey, don't control control the oohs and the ahs and stuff like that. But bias, no, nah, I, I personally can't stand biased commentators. Um, and I can name some, like, Timothy, <laughs> like, Timothy Bradley's a terrible commentator, in my opinion. Um, I mean, he was a great fighter, you know, but commentating, like, you just can't be biased. You, you're going to, okay, as a, as a commentator, you're going to have people you're probably rooting for, deep down. or But when you're on the show... Shoot, you can have interviews about about it and yeah. say it. But when you're on the broadcast, don't do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Be professional. Don't pick a side. Um, but, man, the commentating, I loved it. it. It started off with me and my brother and Beto from uh, Golden Boy. It was three of us. And then got another opportunity when my brother had fought. I kind of touched, touched on this commentary when my brother fought. 
Um, it was great. And then another time I killed it. Sean Porter, uh, former world champion, was showing me love. Um, saying, man, this guy's a beast. Like, he, he can't just box. He can commentate. Like, that's crazy. You know, so it's something that not a lot of people can do. It seems easy. It looks easy, but it's really not. But an, a person who's an IQ, high IQ fighter can break things down for people. People don't don't really know how to break things down. A lot. Let's be real. A lot of fighters yeah. don't know how to talk. Yeah. A lot of fighters don't know how to talk correctly. So, you know. Man, so you brought up two things I kind of want to touch on real quick. Like, one, congratulations on being versatile like that because when you're versatile like that, it's opened up more doors for you. Absolutely. The more skills you have, the more opportunity you have, okay? Yeah. Also, you're talking about being very, you know, you know, you know, very logical and stuff like that. So when you go into a fight, do you feel like it's killed or be killed or is it very, you know, it's thought about. Is it like, okay? Is it a skill? Is it a chess match yeah. for you? Or just going in, I'm going to yeah. kill you. Yeah, you don't nah. kill me. What is it like for you? The people that go on with, I'm going to kill you and kill me, those are the type of people that for, um, they have no, obviously, composure and discipline, whether they're immature minded. Like, you know, there's multiple fighters out there that have that mentality, but also have the, you know what I'm saying, the chess match going there, be smart. I was raised and taught to be, you go in there, you be smart, get the win how you're supposed to get the win. You know what I'm saying? But when you when you see whenever you smell blood, kill. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So but when you are, don't be reckless. Yeah. So there's so many everything backs it up. Like be a dog, but back it up with intelligence. You know, so that's that's how I approach a fight. Always, you know what I'm saying, always pray, 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 pray before a fight. Ask God, you know what I'm saying, to protect me and my opponent. because um, at the end of the day we still got families to go back yeah, to. Yeah. And that's one thing that I like to tell people is like, man, whenever y'all watch a fight, be mindful that people are human. Be mindful that you're not in the ring for a reason because you don't do that. Yeah, you know, yeah. they're, they're in the ring for re- they're on that stage for a reason. Don't make it seem like it's easy. Don't think it's easy because the shit ain't sweet. You know what I'm saying? And also we gotta go back home to families. You know what I'm saying? Some of the people have long long term, you know, health issues because of the sport. And we do it to, yeah. you know what I'm saying, live a good life and but it's a lot of risk. Be, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what do you think about also, too, like when you see like, you know, when you're watching a fight, sometimes like maybe it could be a UFC or boxing, fans are booing because they're not getting the excitement that they think they should get. Mm. People don't think it's not all knockouts. Yeah, absolutely. It's not yeah, all yeah. knockouts. Mm-hmm. It's very like, for instance, you may have a fighter like Floyd Mayweather that is very yeah. defensive. Yeah. You're not going to get a bunch of. Yeah. You're not going to get a bunch of knockouts yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. And people got to understand that, that it's, like I said, chess, not checkers. You yeah. know, so what do you think about that? When fans boo fighters for not giving them what they want. Yeah, if you see someone booing, you automatically know they don't know anything about boxing or the sport, right? Combat sports. They don't know anything about it. Um, those are the type of people that just want to see blood and just, to be honest, just don't don't give a fuck. They don't care um, because you and that shows again, like I said, the lack of of knowledge of the sport. Whenever you have two people that the style, styles make fights. If you have two guys that go toe to toe and they don't back up. Yeah, it's going to be fireworks, right? Yeah. It's a head-on collision. But whenever you have someone that's super defensive and another person that's super defensive, depending on their styles of defensive, it's either going to be a super boring match because it's counter-counter. But a, a person who's in the sport loves that because that means it's high IQ. I'm going to try to counter your counter and then counter your counter's counter. You know? So you're going to have fights like that. For example, Devin Haney, Lomachenko, two boxers, two high IQ fighters. But they like they they are IQ, but they want, they're, they're just trying to press the gas. You know what I'm saying? And so th- that type of fight, amazing, right? But then you got, think about Shakur Stevenson. People mm-hmm. hate watching him, you know, but because he's just a super defensive counterfighter. He's going to get his wins, whether it's boring, whether it's ugly, he's going to get his win no matter what. So, you know, people have to understand it's styles make fights. And if you see people boo, you just automatically know they don't know anything. Facts. Okay. So we 
we touched on the boxing. We touched on the commentating, all right? Let's get into this music thing, all right? Mm. Like I say, you know, like I say, you're like a side mission on a video quest. Yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah. what? Like, I want to yeah. do this now, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what really got you into the music, and, you know, what's the experience been like for you so far? So music, man, is really how I started with music. I'll always love music. My, my dad uh, got us into the band Kiss, so I grew up listening to nothing but rock music. I wasn't listen, allowed to listen to rap at all. One time I listened to rap was when the radio was playing at the boxing gym. Mm-hmm. You know, we trained in Oak Cliff, trained in South Irving our whole life. So, um, yeah, man, we grew up to kids. So I always loved, like, I would hear the instruments. I used to play the drums a little bit, things like that. And then I got into hip-hop, and I started listening in the gym, and I started getting into Lil Wayne. Like, Lil Wayne was my first, like, oh, man, I love this guy. <laughs> you know? And then after that, I started, you know, getting into Drake and then all these other artists. But I wasn't really, because it wasn't around me at home. You know, when I was in the gym, I was training. I didn't have time to talk about music. So everyone was like, man, you never listened to Wu-Tang. And I'm like, nah. You know, I'm, honestly, I'll tell you right now, from this, till this day, I've never listened to a Wu-Tang song from getting in. You know, which people are like, what? But anyways, like, when it came to the music, I, I was it was COVID. I was I was just working out. Nothing was going on. No fighting, nothing. I was just working out in my garage and just playing video games. That's all day. That's all I did. Trained a couple clients. Had someone that I knew that wanted to, you know, lose weight. And I was like, hey, look, COVID right now, times are tough. You got no bread. I understand. I'll work you out. Help me get the ball rolling with this music. Cool. You know what I'm saying? We did that. And then, um, yeah, and then from there, just I hit my first song called Quality, um, my very first song ever. People loved it. You know what I'm saying? As, as an artist, as you grow, you look back to your old music, you're like, oh, man, like I'm better than that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? it's growing pains, so, Yeah, you know? exactly. So, you know, people love it. People ask for that song. And, and at my shows, like my last two shows, man, when, that, when it comes to like people hear that song, my first song ever, it's maybe it's a little bit of the nostalgic, you know, thing, yeah, yeah. but... But people sing that song word for word. They know, yeah. oh, man, play quality. I'm like, man, what? I, I got songs that are better with bars, da, da, da. So that's really what got me into the music, man. And the passion behind it was actually after one of my fights, I had a show at Trees. And I was like, man, after this, I'm just going to slow down. It's a lot of money going into it. Like, I got to just. But when I have got the energy up there and the love and the people like, man, you were, you know, you killed it, da, da, da. Man, I can't stop this. I, I love yeah. this too much. Yeah. And then kind of keep going from there. And now I have like. I don't know how much songs I have now. I, mean, I have so much music out. This this year, my goal was to put out two songs a month, or one song a month. I've been putting out two songs a month, and if it's not two songs, it's a music video. You know, and if you know how to make a, video, a real good music video, money goes behind it. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's oh, why yeah. I just do. Let me just focus on one thing. Yeah. If it's a video, so <laughs> yeah, I'm putting out. My, my boy said, "Be consistent. Put your foot on their necks. Put your foot down their throat." This year, and I did so, and it's been it's been it's been shown. Yeah, facts, man. That's a salute to that. You know, one of the things I always tell people that's either they're doing music or content creator, you got to post, 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 Yeah. post. Yeah. You don't feel like posting, you got to post. Yeah. You got to post. You got to post. You got to talk to people. You got to, hey, yo, check this out. Check this out. You got to be that pest. And I always tell people, like, the show of the 15th promo is important. You know, I, and I've told the people on the show that I, I handpicked because I'm not just, just, I didn't just. Uh, performed the show. I hosted the show. Okay. I handpicked everybody. Da 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 da. I had Zoom meetings, all things like that. And I, that's one thing I emphasize. Like you got to. There's no such thing as over promoting. You know what I'm saying? So you got to promote, and you got to be that pest. Like, and if people don't fuck with you, then all right, sorry. You know what I'm saying? I got to do my part. You know what I'm saying? Closed mouths don't get fed. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's exactly what I would say. Closed mouths don't get yeah. fed. All right. So let's talk about this show. All right. Let's talk about. Of course, you're the headliner. Mm-hmm. Who else you got all on this uh on this lineup with you? So on this headline, uh, DJ uh, Renee, but Cozy Compos is DJ name. Uh, he has a. I met him actually through a podcast interview up to Something Media. Met him through there, um, through mutual friends as well. 
And actually, the first time I met him, I was hooping in the park. We were just hooping, stuff like that. We talked. Uh, that's how I met him. Cauliflower, I met him through, uh, met her through him. C-Mail, I met him at a show when I performed the Tulips under XB Valentine. I performed on XB Valentine with Smooth Vega. XB. Yeah, yeah, that's my, XB, that's, you know, that's my good people. people that's my family, Good people. Good, XB, good people. Bro, man. you're killing it right now, XB. Keep it up. Yeah, Shout out Smooth. Sure. I see what you're doing. My boy Louie. Yeah, Shout yeah. out Louie. See, I'll see, I'll see y'all soon, bro. Yeah. But yeah, man, those are good yeah, people, They're bro. good people. So especially that Latino community, you know, um, it's, it's it's a blessing to kind of have people, you know what I'm saying, not doing the whole gatekeeping and all that stuff. So shout out to XB, Smooth, his whole team. Um, so, yeah, I met a female on the show at Tulips. Good people. He showed me love. I actually genuinely like his music. His music brings a little different touch, different flavor, so I'm excited for that. Um, and just a genuine dude. After that, Wiseah, um, he's he had music up as Markio, but Wiseah is his, his artist name now. I've known him since 10th grade. I uh, played ball together. Um, he came to my fight when I fought in Houston um, at the Toyota Center, and he, he just showed me love outside of the, you know what I'm saying, the booth and the studio and the music. So, Wiseah. And then Juice Judah is actually from North Carolina. His manager is my partner uh, that ran the show. Um, so Juice Judah has a – I didn't get to – I haven't heard so much music about Judah, so I saw him perform live, but sometimes I feel like that's actually better. Seeing someone perform yeah, live, you get a yeah. better connection with somebody. And then, you know, last but not least, me. And, uh, yeah, man, like the, the – I always tell people a lot of times people focus on the streams, people, but when it comes down to how many, like, put uh, butts can you put in the seats? How many tickets can you sell? Because sometimes things don't add up, right? The streams, the comments, the likes, the posts, but then you get like 10 people at the show. Yeah. But then you got people that do, okay, those their numbers are, huh? But they get 50, 60, 80 people at a show, right? As an upcoming artist, you know? So, um, yeah, man. So the show, it's it, it's something that I love to do. I'm, I'm kind of a control freak, so I like to kind of, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But because I ran things in a professional level in the boxing world, I've seen how a show runs. What time are we walking out? Da, 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 broadcasting time from commentating to being the fighter to knowing how shows run, media, marketing, pushing your fight to this. This is simple to me. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Because yeah. at the same time, I got to do all that while I'm cutting weight and fighting somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Not going to focus yeah. on one thing yeah. and do back, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back, yeah. Back. Okay. So if this is your first time watching or listening to Ray Ray's podcast or if you're an OG vet, you know we got this segment. It's called... Slow down, we just want to get to know you. It's where we kind of, you know, really get to know you. We ask you some random questions, real quick, rapid fire. We don't know where we're going to go. Yeah. We're just going to get there. Yeah. We're going to have fun with it. I hope you cool, you cool with that. Yeah, that's what she said. Let's do it. <laughs> that is what she said. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also have to mention that, you know, the Slow Down segment is brought to you by Lyrically Correct. It is the music trivia card game. If you think you know your lyrics, go to lyricallycorrect.com, save 20% off all the different copies they have of Lyrically Correct. They have this one, the 90s, 2000s hip-hop R&B. They have a straight 90s R&B one. They have a gospel version. They have a old-school old slow jams, 80 version. If you think you know your lyrics, you want a good gift for the holidays, lyricallycorrect.com. Again, promo code RayRay23 and get your copy, all right? And also, who knows? Maybe see if see what Alex, see if you know any of his lyrics yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. Tune in to that, okay? All right, we always like to start off the slow down segment. I want you again, you know, shout out your social medias, any websites you want people to, uh, to find you at, bro. So Alex Rincon, A-L-E-X, Rincon, R-I-N-C-O-N, 95 on Instagram. That's my main page. That's where you see everything. Everything flows through there. Me being a personal trainer as well. I'm a personal training, the boxing, me working out, the music. It's all going to flow through there. Rincon official, R-I-N-C-O-N official. Um, that's my music page. 
So uh, anything you want to see, follow through there. I'm a big, big Instagram user. I'm getting the hand the the handle of TikTok. You know what I'm saying? I I just go on there for funny videos. So, but Facebook, same thing. Alex Rincon, Twitter, Alex Rincon ninety five. Bet, bet. Okay, let's kick it off like this. What makes you feel like your best self? My best self is whenever I'm put in uncomfortable positions and I learn from them. You know what I'm saying? That makes me feel good about myself because at the end of the day, when you're back against the wall, that's when you learn about yourself. You Thanks. know, in the moment. I'm like, Ugh. but <laughs> afterwards, I'm like, all right, cool. Right. Yeah. So one of my favorite questions I like to ask people, if I was Ray, the movie producer and director, and I wanted to make the Alex Rincon movie, who do you want to star as you in the movie? Damn, that's a good one. Man. People, believe it or not, people are probably going to laugh at this, but people said Tom Hanks. <laughs> I look like Tom Hanks sometimes. People have told me that. So Tom Hanks, if not Tom Hanks, Man, Ben Affleck. I like Ben Affleck just because he's a good actor. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. I'll take that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was a bit, he was a good Batman, by the way. People <laughs> don't know they get it twisted. He was a, he was a decent Batman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Who is your dream collaborator? Rod Wave. Rod Wave, absolutely, a million times. Yeah. Good way. So, what do you think about the whole situation that's going on with him and Boosie right now? Uh, man, I think Boosie's tripping. I think it's like, bro, you got to realize he's not doing this to hide it. Clearly, he put on his album. It's not like he stole a line and was just trying to hide it, bro. He, he He's pretty much paying homage to the people that, you know, he got he to gotta clear through Paramore on the song called Crazy. And, you know, like, I get it, bro. I, I see what you're saying. You know, it's a business at the end of the day. Cool. But, like, he's like, hey, man, you know, I'll give you, you know, equity and then I'll give you this much. Like, nah, I'm, I want this much. He's like, damn, bro, like, don't, you got to be like that, man. He's showing you love, you know. So, I think he's, I think he's tripping to a certain extent. I understand it. But... Yeah, man, I think he's, he's doing a little too much. I think he's doing a little too much. I understand it, but not that much. But he's showing you love. You know what I'm saying? So. All right. Two-part question. What song best describes your life? Mm. And secondly, what theme song do you normally come out to when you fight? Man, my theme song. Actually, I will say it's one of my own songs. Just because it's called mixed emotions, and it's also because I actually sang, uh, I sang slash I kind of covered a little bit of Rod Wave song called Dark Clouds. So it's called Mixed Emotions, inspired by Dark Clouds, and Mixed Emotions describes me best because I feel like my emotions are everywhere. Like, you know, what I'm saying I'm the type of person where's the heart, my heart on my sleeve. I'll be an open book to you, but as soon as you cross me, I'll go crazy, and then I'm kind of like a fuck you, like, all right, bro, I see what it is, and you know, what I'm saying I have this 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 side of me that's like a I'm a, um, I was taught to love. I was raised around nothing but women. I was taught to love. But I also have this side of me where it's like I've been fighting my whole life. So it's like you wanna you wanna take it there, we're gonna take it there and I'm gonna go crazy. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna see the side of me that you you wish you'd never seen. So I have like, you know what I'm saying? You have yeah. this like hot yeah. or cold. So that song, also because Rod Wave is my favorite artist, I touched the the hook up a bit. The first hook I kinda play with my own lyrics, mix it in there and then his. So that one is uh is uh my would be my theme song. What was the second one? Oh, when I walk out. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a good one. I think my favorite or one of my favorite songs to walk out to just because it's man, it's, it's a, it hits every time is ramen and oj by Jordan lucas and little baby but because like we're huge kiss fans man psycho circus by kiss okay. probably, yeah 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 all right all right so who's an artist out there you think that's really popular right now but they really haven't hit that next gear yet uh would you say locally just just any artist. That any artist you think is out right now that's, you know, like, yo, this person is good. 
once they hit that next level, there's big extra plug. I'm a big big extra plug fan. Yeah, I, I love his music, man. He has that voice that just fits that. You know what I'm saying? That type, that style that he's in, that lane that he's in, and he's I mean he's already hitting big numbers, but man, like some songs, if you notice, it's like it just it's effortless. You can tell he's he's just doing his thing. Like it's not even so. He already, he just kind of popped out this last year, you know. So man, imagine what he's gonna be at two three years later. And I hope it's not it's not that he just got hot right now. You know what I'm saying? I hope that's not what it is because yeah. I I believe the fact I believe in that he's gonna be. You know what I'm saying taking it, taking it far. Yeah. Greatest boxer of all time. Me. <laughs> I like the confidence. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if not me, my brother. Actually, you know what? I'll say my brother over me. My brother has one of the highest IQs I've ever seen in my life. But if I, if my favorite fighter though, I'll say is Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you know, in video games, how you have a create a player, yeah. build a player. All right. I want you to create a boxer right now. I want you to take attributes mm. from different boxers, from different generations mm. of the history of boxing. You know, build your ultimate fighter. Okay. So I would say defense, Mayweather, power, Mike Tyson. Um, power, speed, Manny Pacquiao. And then I would say, oof, chin, man. Chin, honestly, I would say Canelo. Canelo chin. Um, and then I guess maybe if we want to say ring IQ, I would probably have to go with, man, it would either be Lomachenko or Floyd. Okay. Yeah. What about legs and speed? Legs. Or footwork, rather. Footwork, man. Footwork would have to be Loma as well. And then you said, what was the last one? Oh, that's it. <laughs> okay. You built your own. I mean, I would say, and also heart. Hart, I would say Mickey Ward. Okay, yeah. Mickey Ward. I literally just saw, sent somebody that fight. Mickey Ward and Arturo Gatti. If you've never seen if you've never seen a fight on boxing or, or never heard of that fight, sorry, seen that yeah, fight. That's a legendary. Mickey Ward versus Arturo Gatti. If you don't know who Mickey Ward is, the fighter, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Gotta watch that yeah. fight. Gotta watch that fight. Okay. So we you know we had the big fight recently, Earl Spence versus mm-hmm. Crawford, okay? Mm-hmm. Did quite go the way Spence thought. Uh personally I thought maybe Spence was dehydrated. Mm, I feel like yeah, his legs were underneath them. I agree. Maybe he was messed up still from, you know, the wreck he was in. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So from what you saw in that fight, and if you was in his quarter, and if you could coach him throughout the fight, what would you tell him? Like, hey, look out for this. Uh-huh. Do this. Change this. What would it be? Um, I would definitely tell him to, because they were both, I mean, Crawford was switching. But um, what I would have told him was to switch up the speeds. Uh, Earl was being very one gear. Boom, boom, boom. That's all he was doing. Add more feints to it. But the thing is, Earl's not known as a slick, like, quick twitch move fighter. So it's hard to tell somebody to do something that's not necessarily in their, like, resume but or in their, you know what I'm saying, but in their bag. But I would have told him to add more feints, um, counter his counters, and switch up the gears. You know, don't just come at him head on. You know he's going to try to counter you. You know what I'm saying? Switch the angles. Don't don't just don't go one pace the whole time. You yeah. got to switch up the gears, so. That's what I would have told him. You taking somebody to Cheesecake Factory on the first date? Absolutely. <laughs> Waffle House. Fuck Cheesecake Factory. I'm going to take you to Waffle House. That's right. Get a dinner and a show. <laughs> All-star, all-star special. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is. Shit. <laughs> man, I ordered that shit so fast before they get to ask me what. what, uh, what I, man, I told them. Man, chocolate, what was it? Chocolate chip, waffles, eggs, uh, eggs with cheese, <laughs> scrambled with cheese, hash browns covered in chunk, wheat toast, coffee. 
So we don't. <laughs> he had it, the whole order down and everything. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Yo, they don't even get to ask me nothing. Ask me. <laughs> like, like, you've been here before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once or twice. All right, man. If you were a superhero, what superpower would you want? Man, I would do flying. I would do flying. Just because, bro, like, who wouldn't want to do that? Yeah. Who wouldn't want to do that? Okay. <laughs> if you were the ruler of your own country, mm. what would be the first law you implement? Um, I would probably. Okay, I'm the funny side of me. The funny side of me, <laughs> it would say multiple wives. Uh, but the serious, the serious side of me would be like, uh, no, no guns at all. Okay. No guns at all. Okay. Yeah. Hey, that's what's up. That is yeah. what's up. Okay. The greatest Little Wayne song of all time. Whoo. Man, the greatest Lil Wayne song of all So I'll do time. that one, and let's follow it up with this one. Greatest Lil Wayne song of all time. Greatest Lil Wayne album of all time. Greatest Lil Wayne album of all time, The Carter Three. That's what it has yeah. to be, yeah. The greatest Lil Wayne song would probably be... Shit. It might either be... Man. Oh, man. It might either be Hustle Music. Or, man, one of my favorite is actually, this is underrated song. It's called uh, Something You Forget. It's on YouTube. It's not, it's not, you know. Man, actually, if it's not, okay, Carter 3, mixtape, no ceilings. Um, but, yeah, I would probably say Something You Forget, Something You Forgot. It's, you can find that on YouTube. It samples this uh, rock band back then, uh, women, two women called uh, Heart. But, uh, yeah. Damn, I kind of went blank on that one. I don't know, man. I like Lollipop. Lollipop was a dope-ass fucking song. Lollipop was that shit. That was that shit. I, I think like, he was already big, but Lollipop took him to a, what? another level. Yeah. I, I remember when that, when that, when Millie, that album dropped. Shit, Millie, man. All them fucking songs. It's hard to pick. Well, I like, well, I will say one of the one of the recent songs he did with his freaking, uh, his, uh, like, double entendres, his rhyme scheme. It was called Glory. I don't know if you heard Glory. He performed that, I think, at, like, the SPs or something like that. Glory. Yeah, yeah. Man, I'm, man, that's what's up. Okay. So, I always like to ask two questions when we wrap up interviews, all right? Yeah. First question, if you can give any advice to anyone, no matter what the subject is, what would it be? And secondly, what do you want people to take away from a podcast you deal with me today? Um, move with pure intentions. Be genuine all the way through. Don't fake anything. Be real all the way through. But at the same time, um, be aware that people don't move with the same intentions as you do. You know what I'm saying? Um People are always out there to get you, and I think that's what happens to a lot of people. They move with a pure heart, and and I say speak that from experience. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's definitely my my advice. And uh, also, I would say, man, just no matter what it, what people tell you, man, go for it. Yeah, go for it. And I'm talking about don't do that half ass shit. Like yeah. go for it all the way in. When people doubt, when times get hard, get through it. You always hear these stories where a lot of artists go broke and then they make it. You know what I'm saying? We got you got to wet the storm a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna have some chink in your armor every now and then. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna have some some things uh, that that are gonna break you down, but that's what makes you stronger. Man, facts. That's facts, man. Again, I appreciate you for taking your time yeah, out, man, bro. And come Thank rock you. with me, Thank man. Thank you, man. Thank you. It's, it's a, a pleasure to meet you, man. It's a pleasure. You know, you have an open invite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every time you want to pull up, yeah, you know, just hit me, hit my yeah. line, like yo, yeah. 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 pull yeah. up, bro. Yeah, I, yeah. I got you. All right, yeah, man. I appreciate it. Man, good luck on the show. Hope y'all crush it, bro. Yeah. Do numbers, man. Continually have success and 
just hope the hope the world for you, my guy. Yeah, just thank you, man. Likewise, likewise everything man. that any any avenue you touch, I hope some success for you. Yeah, okay? thank you, bro. Thank you. So, you know, we started, you know, the show with positive words. We also got to end it with positive words. So, you know, I want you to get your swag on real quick. You know. Feel yourself real quick. If you can look in the mirror while you're listening to this, <laughs> rub your hands like your bird man or something yeah. like that. So tell yourself, I will boss up mentally. I will boss up spiritually. I will boss up physically. And I will boss up financially. Invest in yourself. Right. It's your boy Ray. We're our boy Alex, Ray Ray's podcast. We see you next time, bro. Hey, get money all day, get money all night. Sip my drink, home, let's get right. Getting paid